0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 253. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game. It's played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We're going to have an overnight here before we reach our site. Yes, you are. All right. Mariah volunteers to take first watch when we stop for the night. All right. And he'll keep watch from outside the vehicle. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's somewhat uncomfortable inside the vehicle, but you manage. Yeah, I'm going to get out and make sure I park on a wolf beetle nest.
2: <laughs> Give me a survival check.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, we can camp.
1: Yeah, two purples. Although I don't know if that's good for Takuto.
2: I think
0: it makes sense for you guys just to sleep on the benches in the vehicle. The most comfortable thing is to probably
1: like take the front seats and recline it's them like back the all day. the way. Yeah. So two people in there at once is, is about as good okay. as gets.
2: But it's. I still want to check around. Yep. Oh my goodness! I actually have three advantages. Failure with three, but advantages. not enough successes for all these failures. Okay.
0: Well, we didn't spot whatever animals there were. Did you have ones that you wanted to attack us? <laughs>
1: I didn't want this to be an
0: animal attack episode.
2: No. But advantages might be I could get a little bit of more information about the train or yes. something like I can kind of tell what the dirt is around here or I don't know.
1: Yeah, you can get a boost eye on your next driving check. Okay. Um, you get a, bit, a little bit more of a feel for, like, how this vehicle handles right. in this dirt. It's not as hard-packed. You can tell this area is a floodplain sometimes. Okay. Also, it now occurs to you for the first time, you have to cross a river to get to Beale Ridge.
0: It was a river that we were able to ford yeah. ourselves. It so. wasn't
1: super deep, but it is monsoon season, so oh. it could be flooding at any moment. Yeah. So you might have to park the car somewhere and then walk mm-hmm. those last... Umpteen miles. You mean kilometers, right? Oh yeah, sorry, you mean kms. Mariah, you were on watch, though?
0: Yeah. What are you looking for? Once outside of the vehicle, I want to intentionally see if I can listen in again.
1: Are you doing this magically, or are you just trying to watch carefully, or listen carefully?
0: I'm trying to listen into the fungus network. So, okay. if that's a magic check, then that's a magic check. If that's utility type of magic... I think that's a utility type of magic. You can set it to whatever you want. If it's just me, one purple, that's fine. But since I was able to perceive something clangy from inside the vehicle, I want to be outside and see if I can hear it more okay. clearly. I think it's a purple and a
1: black, because you don't know exactly what you're looking for or how this works. But yes, you get your blue and green outside.
0: I'm gonna spend a story point. <laughs> No more failed rolls. We're <laughs> protesting. This story point only very slightly increases my chance of success. Okay. I succeed and I have three advantages. Yes, you can definitely
1: sense that clanging. It's not all the time, but over like an hour-long period, it'll be like on for 20 minutes, off for 20 minutes, and then back.
0: Can I get any additional concept of what this is? Like, okay, I already heard That there was, yeah, clarity. yeah, yeah. I'm
1: trying to think of the right way to, to phrase it. Sorry, you're, you're gonna get the information.
0: If you want to tell me what the information means, so that I, as the player, know what it means, oh. I can help you workshop how it is perceived.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, that, that makes the most sense. I'm telling you, the player, this is a sound of a like hammer drill, like a piece of heavy excavating style equipment that pounds something down into the ground, probably some piece of metal because uh, you're hitting the metal on metal, and it goes every few seconds, it lifts up. Down, bang.
0: Does it have like a cool off period?
1: Yeah, every 20 minutes or so, or they inspect it that long. How Mariah interprets that, or if he's familiar with these kind of things, uh, is certainly possible. I think
0: one thing would be, I've certainly seen construction sites. Yes,
1: this, it sounds like being next to highway construction.
0: Okay, and if this is the type of thing that gets like heated and has like a water like spray down to like cool it faster, than like that would be hitting the plants and the plants would like have some like measure of, oh, moisture changing and stuff. Like that would be like additional plant info. Right. Being just like things to be like, what am I sensing? Okay, there's this piece of information and that piece of information. It sounds like that type of equipment is just how I'm synthesizing you know all the things Yeah, together. yeah.
1: We'll say this one is water-cooled in the real world. Not hammer drills like this. are not necessarily water-cooled, but this one can be. Uh, Whatever sci-fi version of this (laughs) is.
0: And are they, like, round-the-clock working, then? Like...
1: Uh, For the amount of time that you listen, yeah, it's, like, on for a while, off for a while, on for a while, off for a while. Unless maybe they're taking filter breaks. That's a possibility, For miasma.
0: Oh, the operators have to occasionally...
2: Yeah, maybe they would clear out for a while if a bunch of miasma showed up.
1: And if they're smart, they would, like, do it more at night.
0: Okay. When we switch off watches, I'll tell Cleve that I'm pretty sure they're already working there. It sounds to me like they have some sort of drill press type thing going on so that they're actually digging down. I don't know if it's exactly where our cryopods are, if it's just in the area, but there's been a lot of damage to the plant and fungus life around the area. So there are definitely going to be people nearby. Okay. If we can't drive across that river, that's not the worst thing in the world. We're going to have to approach carefully then. Yeah. Why don't we make a combined survival check and paint the outside of this vehicle? All right.
1: Sounds like a plan. This is going to be two purples and a black.
0: What is your survival?
1: Yellow and two greens.
0: Okay. Uh, you'll get a blue dye from Mariah. Right. And do we get a blue dye from the paints that we brought?
2: Yeah, sure. Did you want to add any, well, I don't know if you can or
1: not, like any mushroomy? Just like wrap mushrooms
0: around the antenna and things like that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. It's up to you. Could. You're still pretty far from the, like you'll get to the cryopods tomorrow. Sometime.
0: Yeah. Driving around with extra stuff attached to the outside, maybe not so good, but the pain okay. you can certainly do it at this point. Sounds
1: and right. you're doing this overnight?
0: We're changing our watch at oh, this point. Oh, Like, right. yeah. I watched for a while, is so I'm going to help him do this and then I'm going to go to bed. Okay. If you want, I can just stylistically illuminate the area with bioluminescent fungus while we work. I think stylistically, I kind of like that.
2: (laughs) We'll just see how well it goes. Bit of a glow. As we paint the... What is it called? The jeep? that's It's a rover. A rover, okay. Alright, so we succeed, and we
1: have one advantage. Okay. Uh, Yes, you think you've hit it reasonably well without xenofungus? You painted this to look beat up, is the idea?
0: One, to look beat up but also like so it blends in more with the foliage around it.
1: Okay. So you take some local dirt and like
0: but also like slap the, on the paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is
2: it won't wash off.
0: The idea is for it not to be as easily seen from a distance, but that if somebody does see it and like comes closer, they'll think it's an old work.
2: Okay. Pretty good. is Please, pleased. Yep. He doesn't say that. He does not refer to himself as, as He pleased.
0: appears pleased. Yes.
2: No, he says pretty good.
0: Okay. And he nods in satisfaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mariah, do you sleep inside the rover, or do you hang out outside?
0: That is an interesting question. I felt totally comfortable out here. You know what? I think I'll sleep outside, because there's, like, I don't know exactly how the filters in the vehicle work, but, like, there's no need to use them up by me breathing in there if it's not necessary, is my thinking. Okay.
1: It's very practical.
0: Yeah, so, I think... I just throw a blanket out next okay. to the rover outside.
1: You, the player, know that you are immune. I think Mariah I think has a sense of that.
0: Mariah has like a sense of being more comfortable in terms of right. interacting with the plants when he's outside. And being able to move the miasma and things. So I don't think he feels threatened by the environment.
2: Okay, that sounds good. Well, besides I'm going to be on watch
1: so I can watch if some miasmas rolling in. Cleve's not gonna argue with That's you. That's a good point. Then you can dang. you can quickly dash yeah. inside. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh Cleve. I would like a vigilance check of a red, a purple, and it's dark, so there's a black. I need a story point for this.
2: Oh my goodness. So many X's uh one advantage.
1: Okay. You're on watch. Describe to me what like being on watch means for Cleve. Are you like doing a regular perimeter sweep? Are you Chilling out by a fire, but keeping your ears open.
2: I know. I think he's kind of sending at attention. He has got his gun nearby. At
1: attention? <laughs>
2: well, not attention, but he's paying attention, right? And yeah, I think he'd do a little bit. I
1: think he would do a little bit of a perimeter. Like every 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially
2: around. in this case, because we know that there may be other people nearby. If this was a situation where we didn't hear clanging... Then do you, mean, you
1: do not hear claiming.
2: No, but Mariah said yep. so. Yep. So make sure you're taking that as yeah. So he's just kind of yeah, a bit of a patrol, just kind of looking, listening. Okay. You
1: get towards the end of your watch,
2: and you get bit by a wolf beetle. Oh yeah.
1: again, again. Um, and you realize the like the trunk has come open somehow, or maybe it was left open when. Yeah. Your repair kit is gone. Wait. or I should say your repair kit has been opened and like ransacked is too strong a word. But things are missing from it.
2: Uh, you know what? Cleve says monkeys, because that's what he thinks. Like, whatever this planet's version of monkeys is,
0: because he's already. Yeah, I don't know that he knows it. I don't
2: think he thinks they move that fast. But he's like, yeah, he's gonna curse some nice planet planetfaller curse.
1: So, so an Earth curse. <laughs> he's like smog it, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Your advantage is that like you recognize this is gone right away. Okay,
2: so yeah, so then I guess he's going to do what he can to close the trunk and look and see if he can figure out where it went. Sounds like a survival
1: check to me. tracks. This is going to be two purples and two blacks.
2: I'm
0: trying
1: to
2: think if it would be, like, that's more prudent to just not leave your post.
0: Well, Mariah is sleeping outside the vehicle. If you want to make Mariah, wake Mariah up so that you can go investigate the tracks, but nobody, like, and somebody is still... On alert here. That's fine.
2: Yeah, that, I think that makes sense. Because I was like, wait a minute. He wouldn't just go up. Maybe if he wasn't, like, trained survivalist, he might be like, oh, what happened to our thing? But, yeah.
0: Thorn. Yeah, did you see him go eh? up? <laughs> it's going to be thorn.
2: <laughs> thorn. Uh Yes? Something got into our trunk. I'm going to go look for it. Can you take watch? Oh, uh, sure. Oh, what could go wrong?
1: I did succeed. But but with two threats. Uh, it takes you a little while. Wait, one threat, sorry. One threat, okay. So it just takes you a little bit of... You'll start the day down some string. Okay. You do find some little tracks of, it looks like some six or eight-legged, small, crustacean-like creature. Uh-huh. Must have wandered off with it. And, like, you follow them, and it gets as far as, like, the stream nearby. You find one of the wrenches in the stream right there, but that's not all of them.
2: Okay, yeah, I guess I pick up whatever I can get, but I'm not going to be able to track it in the stream. No, you're not. So we're just going to have to make do with whatever wrenches are left.
1: Yeah. All this right. is not like an official Unity Rover repair kit. It is like a small briefcase <laughs> with an allotment of tools and like materials.
0: All right. So we do not have our repair kit anymore. You do not have your repair kit anymore. Good news. I'm not going to break it then. But I mean... if you
1: could find like some other wrenches, you could restore it. We to
0: look on the right side, I guess. <laughs>
1: like, I don't, you might be able to buy some of the components or, or acquire them somehow, like in Morgandale or whatever, then you could restore your repair kit. as opposed to starting from scratch.
2: How did the trunk
1: close? Did it have a lock? It doesn't have like a lock lock. It has like a thing. And you can see like there's like a claw mark. Like something has one big side of the claw and one small and like whoosh, wrenched it open. It's low to the ground, too. Like
0: a smart animal having watched us open the trunk to take the paints out could have replicated the movement. I
2: think Cleve might think it maybe it's a person more than like one of the. All we've seen is like beetles around here. Yeah, you haven't
1: seen (laughs) any, you didn't see any like footprints.
0: Like in tracking it, the way she described that it was some sort of crustacean like thing, like that's what Cleve would have picked up from looking at the tracks.
1: A little bit like
2: machinery.
0: Maybe it seemed like
1: maybe a raccoon sized creature. Okay, so something just very bright. You can make a Knowledge Chiron check, and you okay. could do can work together on this if you're if you, sorting yeah, this out.
0: If you return and you talk about what you found, I yeah. Jennifer, the player, has a theory on what it is. So. Like something
1: actually opened
0: the trunk. Alright, you said a Knowledge Chiron Knowledge check? Chiron. Two purples. So roll a yellow, a green, and a blue. Yeah, we succeed on this one. Is it a craw?
1: It is a craw, you're pretty sure. Uh, like a larger size than the one you encountered before?
0: I thought that one was like kind of raccoon-sized.
1: That one was probably a little bit smaller
0: Okay, yeah. So you described like what you noticed in the tracks, and that it went down to water and stuff. And Mariah says that he thinks it's a craw, which is like kind of crab-like and has like pincer things, but also like seems to like shiny stuff. So it like it could just be that that the wrenches were gleaming and that was interesting to it. So weird. That's all Glee says. Um,
1: you succeeded. Did you have any advantages? No. Yeah, you're pretty sure it's a craw. You're not sure like, oh, can you bait a craw back out or you say with some shinies, maybe? Could you get it to come back and then
2: Maybe that's what Cleve's thinking. He's like, Oh, I wonder if they'd be good. Oh, to eat. Well, Learn's an intelligent animal. I should eat it. Well, you need a raccoon, right? If you're starving. If I'm starving, sure.
0: Yeah, why not?
1: Is Cleve starving?
2: Like if Cleve had to fill a, feed a colony, he would bring back raccoons. They can get into stuff.
0: Meanwhile, Mariah's thinking, maybe we can trade it something else that's shiny and get our wrenches back. <laughs> Different approaches to the
2: situation. <laughs> Cleo's like, okay, now I know what to bait a trap with for these things. Yeah, scrap metal. Uh, I
1: would say you learned scrap metal could be used to bait crawls. Right.
0: You can build some lobster traps mm-hmm. and put wrenches mm-hmm. inside them. Are we starting the next day downstream? Yes, I
1: think you are, because you got less sleep than you wanted. Kudos, okay.
0: Takuro... Question. You, yeah. Do you yeah. trust
1: Takuto with a watch?
0: Yeah, does Cleve assign Takuto a watch or not?
2: No. Um, yes, but he's going to stay up and he's going to tell him how to do watches. Okay, he's so gonna you're going to extra... start the
1: day down too soon. Wait, seconds.
2: no, actually no, because Takuto is just in the hospital. So he. I think Takuto mm. needs all the rest that they need. So no, Cleve
1: is going to take the extra watch then. Okay, I don't think Takuto like, wakes up and occurs to him like, I should take a
0: watch.
2: Yeah, I mean at some point that is something Cleve would like to teach him but
0: so in setting up the watch for the night does Cleve say that he's taking a double shift or does he say like Takudo's not doing a watch like in discussion with mariah
2: yeah i think he's just gonna say that he's gonna be like i don't think Takudo should do a watch he needs his rest
0: okay then we're splitting it even all right because i don't need the driver of the vehicle to have had yeah like only one third of night's sleep
1: honestly i would like each of you to make a 2 purple resilience check at this point you're gonna start down one strain regardless
0: What is the consequence of failure?
1: You were just down another string.
0: And let's say you had advantages on this roll. I'm not going to use them to recover the string.
1: No, no, no. You're definitely not doing that. I'm open to thoughts on what you think is useful. Like, Did you have more success in like... Or did you like try to track this craw creature some more? Did you try to do other
0: things? If it was just a single craw, Mm -hmm. there's a limit to how much it could have carried out of there successfully without dropping it. So if I could have found a few more of the wrenches... Because, you know, maybe it tried to haul away more than it could.
1: If you are willing to spend a story point, you can have found enough wrenches to have restored your kit.
0: I'm willing to. Those
1: are odds you can live with?
0: Those are odds I can live with. And yeah,
1: they're near the stream or they're on the way to the stream. One's like under some uh, xenofungus.
0: Yeah, and it might be a matter of like, as we're driving in the morning, stop me. like, wait, hold up. There's a bunch of wrenches there.
1: Cleve. I succeeded with a threat. You'll take a black dye and whatever you do
0: okay. next. It's just
1: like, there wasn't a bunch of miasma that came through overnight, but like you did spend more time outside than you intended. Okay. Do we
0: heal our strain for overnight? or You we will start it? the
1: day down one strain. Okay. Otherwise, you are back to full. Okay. Sleeping in a car.
0: Yeah, it's not good for the back.
2: No, it's not. Takudo feels great. Or the neck. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: he can oh. probably sleep on a floor, though, to be honest. He's young. <laughs>
1: uh, So we're going to drive to your... Cryopods pick up your your information and then keep going to the dome.
0: If there's other stuff we can get out of the area, we're going to put it in the car as well. And we are going to be very careful because there are very likely Morgan prospecting crews in the area.
2: Right. So I think we're driving to the river, or we right next to it. You have, do. You have to go over the river, or across it. Oh, we can just drive across the river.
0: Probably, unless it
2: is flooded. <laughs> is it flooded? Yeah, that's that's a good question. What do we have to say? What do we have to do for this?
0: Well, you could have us make a driving check, and if it goes horribly wrong, it's because it was flooded. Or you could spend a story point and say, Ha ha, it's flooded.
1: I'm going to spend a story point to make your driving check harder. Okay. And we'll see if it turns out it was more deeper than you thought. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, because this is a bad idea, and Cleve knows this. Yes. So the difficulty, the base difficulty is two purples. I've upgraded that, so it is a red and a purple. Your handling is minus two, so that's two blacks. And you have an extra minus black, because there's a little bit of miasma you have to recover from this morning. But then I had a blue point, blue for one driving check. Sure.
0: And is there any way that we can help with this?
1: I'm open to your magic thoughts. You can't just clear miasma on the way here. This
0: is like a water issue. Um, I'm wondering whether, since we have like forded this before, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if like when the rover is on the bank, getting out and actually like, you know, with a stick or whatever... Kind of like walking across to see, like, how deep is this getting? This sounds like a perception or survival thing. Unless you have other thoughts, I was thinking it was going to be a survival thing. Okay, let's do survival. So I would stay out of the car while Cleve is driving it. Yep. Kind of like you're going to go very slow. I'm yeah. going to kind of like test the, the ground ahead of the vehicle. Right.
1: Okay. You make a two purple survival check
0: first. That succeeds. It succeeds with one threat.
1: Okay. So you'll get. I'll give you an upgrade, Cleve. Okay. Oh, Because it's not just that that's how Mariah is helping. That's a really cool, good idea. Uh, You do almost feel like you get tugged away a second, so it just, it jars you for a second, like your leg. Take a strain? Yes, take a strain, please.
0: I think this also explains how I'm able to recover some more of the wrenches. like Because I got out. Yes,
1: there you go. That's perfect.
0: You're like, wait, what was that? Sorry, I almost tripped on a wrench here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got a triumph.
1: Well, it's a first triumph of the night.
2: Yeah, it is, but did I succeed? Oh yes. Uh, so a success, a triumph, and a threat. Okay, just one threat? Yeah, surprisingly, considering yeah. you're driving through a river.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that it's like deeper everywhere, but there's definitely pockets where it is deeper. Um so you do have to be very cautious crossing it. Yeah. Uh you are able to get a crossover, you will take a strain. I will uh, take two clean. strain because I feel like that would be very stressful. Okay. For- <laughs> take two strain. <laughs> um what For you- somebody who worries about failure, I'm happy to do that. That I is true, that. yeah. You like you get to the other side and like you're still Holding the wheel, like, mm-hmm. super tight. And was like, oh, good job, Mr. Cleave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you even hear him, or... It's a little bit like white knuckle.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take a breath. And... and, like, you look back. It
1: doesn't look that bad.
2: Yeah. But it felt... But he knows how bad of an idea this is. Like, everybody knows how bad of an idea this is. There's, like, the flash flood warnings. Yep. Turn around, yep. don't drown. Everybody knows <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: Look, sometimes when you're in the wild, you don't have a choice. It's true. Yeah.
1: Turning around is not an option. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts do you have on your Triumph? Oh, what do we want to do with the Triumph?
2: Oh, maybe the rover picked up some extra foliage oh. or something that's really sticky on there for a while. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay.
0: seaweed type stuff. Yeah, yeah. some, uh, some
2: stream weed. So it looks a little, even more like...
1: Yes, it, like it literally looks like probably like recent floods washed out. Uh, this, wherever it was crashed. So yeah, there's like algae kind of stuff, seaweed kind of stuff all over parts of it.
0: Are we close enough yet for the sound of the work to be transmitted through the air?
1: Yes, you absolutely are. So now you, Cleve, and also Takudo. It's still, it's not 100% loud, but you can definitely hear it happening. Clang. A couple seconds goes by. Clang. Clang.
0: How much closer do you want to get with the vehicle?
1: Well, now that we picked up our extra
2: algae, Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: how much noise does this thing
1: make? The rover? Yeah. Not much. Most of the noise, it's because it is electric. Right. Most of the noise is actually from like tearing through vegetation and running over things. Right. Just time your gas accelerator with the clang. Clang! You've been out of it when
2: we've been driving. How much noise does it make? I don't think it's that bad, given that there's construction work going on. I think we want to get closer but we can go really slow so it doesn't make as much noise cuz okay. I think I I'd, I'd rather have the vehicle close by that way if we need to escape we have an escape.
0: They just they take a break every 20 minutes so probably we should stop and let the car recharge during those 20 minutes that's a good call. Yeah. I like that. I would actually like a stealth check but
1: affected by the handling, the handling of the vehicle.
0: Can we get a boost die on this? Because of being aware of the noises going on and stuff? Yes, and, timing, so. and
1: you can get a boost die because you have better camouflage, or because you painted it, and you should get an upgrade because that's what the triumph was for. Okay. A red and two purples. All
0: do you right. want a story point? Yeah, let's, let's do a story point
1: we're going to go really
2: slow. Oh, we got another triumph and an advantage and we succeed.
1: Oh, ah, those are all good things. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yes. You don't even need to, like, take the effort to hide your vehicle. You find, not a cave, uh, but, like, I would say a, like, fallen over mushroom uh, that you can definitely stash it under. And okay. You do not have to worry about it. And you can get close enough to where you can personally see what is you clearly, like, a mining camp at this point.
0: Right. So, how much devastation is there?
1: On, like, the hillside, Beetle Ridge, you I know what the name is, a path has been, like, cut out. There's a series of, like, tents that are set up. And you see, like, this mining rig, and the the plane is super loud now. And then, like, it stops just as you get to where you're going. They're taking their 20-minute break or whatever.
2: Too little, too late, says Cleve. They've could been looking for us earlier.
1: Yeah, but they're smashing down pretty much right where your cryopods were. Okay.
0: Does it look like there was, like, lumber cutting away? Or, like, there was, like, fungicide burning away?
1: This looks like fungicide burning away okay. in this particular region.
2: Is the vehicle enclosed like ours? Is it completely... filled? What is their... If it's a mining camp, do they, are they all outside? Are they in a dome? What At is this that? point, I'd like a perception check.
1: So two purples and one black. A lot of distractions, a lot to take in. You can work together if you wish. You can take different approaches. We
0: can just work together. If we
1: work together, you get a bonus if you make the roll. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. You just have one make of perception?
1: Yeah.
0: We succeed with one advantage.
1: You can recover a strain if you like.
0: I would rather notice... Something more useful things. And useful.
1: Okay, yes. You can see these tents are some sort of sealed tents. Uh, so they provide some manner of protection, probably not full-on filtration. Uh, so this crew has probably been here for some amount of time. There's just the one big excavator.
0: What is the size of the crew?
1: Uh, maybe like five people. You can identify a person. She looks like she's in charge. She yells at some people at some point.
0: She's a hard hat.
1: Um, Every- yeah. And a clipboard. She yells at someone like, Put on your hard hat, idiot. Like, we have safety for a reason. Gah! Um, and, like, goes back into a... There's, like, a couple steel tents that you identify as probably, like, dormitory. And there's one that looks like maybe the, like, administrative office. And there's Morgan prospecting logos on these.
0: So, one overseer and four workers?
1: Yes. One mining engineer.
0: What kind
2: of vehicles did they bring?
1: They have one vehicle that is the, like, drill thing. It's got two big giant treads. Uh, and... There's a piece that looks like a small, like, metal tower. Imagine like a uh, yeah, metal telephone pole, but like smaller in scale that goes up huge vertically off the back. Okay. And on that, there's like a giant metal weight that gets lifted up and dropped and smashes something into the ground.
0: So does it look like they're doing this above the collapsed wolf beetle nest, Or like to the side of that?
1: Um, it's a little bit on the side of that. You don't see any wolf beetles.
0: Well, they took their eggs and ran. Smart move. And their nest collapsed, so... Well, whose fault was that? The seedworm. The seedworm's fault that the nest collapsed.
1: All right, that's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were asleep when they built the nest. <laughs> what do you do? How far do
1: they look like they've gotten? Uh, you don't know how far deep they've okay. gotten. That you can't assess from here.
0: Our excavator was attached to our vehicle. Yes. Our vehicle is hidden. Yes. But it looks like we would not be able to get our vehicle close enough to dig with.
1: Yeah, not without being seen unless like you wanted to come at it from a different angle.
0: Is there anything with the terrain here that like we think there could be like a sideways dig that we could do?
1: It looks like they're taking more of that sideways dig. Like they're on the side of the hill.
0: My question still stands. Is there an alternate route that we can go in?
1: If you could get your car to like where the wolf beetle nest was, you would be able to start digging. That's a little bit exposed just because that's a higher location
0: though. How exposed are we talking? Like stealth check is a purple and two reds? Or three purples? Or two purples and two reds? We made a stealth check already, so if this is a harder...
1: Yeah, I almost want that to be like on the mechanics check there will be like black dice and threats will be used to you get noticed. But if you think that's not appropriate, understand because you're trying to stay hidden.
2: I mean, I wonder if there is... could we bring in some miasma or something to keep them in their tents? That would definitely work. Then we could see how far they've gotten and we could go in there. <laughs> okay. We could use their wall. We could dig from the other side other stuff because there's still stuff to recover
0: okay you want me to you want me to blanket the area is that something you can do that's something i can try to do are you comfortable doing that they have places to retreat to Mm -hmm. and hopefully they would do so and also takudo and Cleve have like a vehicle to go into Mm -hmm. so i feel like this would be us splitting up at this point, i going back to the car and me staying in some central location where I can miasma these people into hiding and like miasma, conceal what we're going to do.
1: Are you going to like go in alone then is your plan or?
0: My plan is for miasma to go in. Yes. How close I need to be is on the edge of whatever this is.
1: Right, right, like you suppose you do this, you get the miasma in. that's great. Then, they all retreat.
0: I feel like I would need to stay there to like maintain the miasma while Cleave and Takudo do the digging. Okay. Okay. I build. What oh, and then they're going to drive up a the miasma wall
1: I to I make
0: people retreat, but also to conceal Takudo. And okay, Cleave. yeah, that sounds good. But I need to try. I yeah. don't know if I can do that much.
2: I mean, the other idea I have is we somehow sabotage the tents, and that keeps them busy. Because so I don't I'm know. There's running. a craw running around.
0: <laughs> we train an army of craws, equip them with wrenches. And set them loose. <laughs> you know, I've heard.
1: bolts everywhere.
0: I've heard there's shinies over there.
2: <laughs> exactly. Why, how do they deal with their craws? Yeah, yeah. Go get it. Go get yeah, it. Right, go right. get it. That's what I figured at some point. Cleve's basically going to end up with a craw that's a dog. And he's like, You can't eat a craw. They're dogs.
1: <laughs> Corson's like, How could you eat a craw? What? They're the most intelligent creatures on this planet. Frankly, they're smarter than people. <laughs> I think he just needs to go out to medium range, if not long range. To cover the territory. Okay.
0: The base for doing anything with Miasma, the Miasma dangerous atmosphere is plus two purple Oh. To make it that yeah, bad? Yeah, to make Miasma be what is causing the bad terrain instead of
1: just generic instead bad
0: Instead of plains. Okay. Okay. So the default difficulty for area is two purples. That affects an area that is just the size of a room. So I need something larger than that. Right. So we're talking five purples here.
1: We're talking five purples. Alternatively, If you are willing to risk getting close, you can get away with a shorter range.
0: I don't see how getting close would help me. It's the amount of area covered by the miasma. Their campsite is not the size of a small room.
1: No, it's not. It's a medium-sized campsite.
0: So the amount of miasma I generate has to be medium-sized. Okay. I appreciate your suggestions, but I don't think that makes sense. Okay,
1: then it's going to be five purples, I think. If you did something smaller, just
2: settle on the equipment, so then they're kind of like... But they don't know how much... They don't know you're bringing in miasma, so they don't know how much miasma's coming in. It could just be kind of rolling in. Yeah, but if they're... I
1: mean... They might, they'll probably go back to their tents then, but that, that's not impossible. Not yeah, do cover the whole thing, but just cover the equipment.
0: I haven't done this before. I'm going to try to do this. That's fair.
1: Do you have any other...
0: I have a story point.
1: Go for it. I will not spend a story point on this. Are you sure? Do you want me to?
0: I don't mind. I don't mind things going horribly wrong with my magic. It's not really increasing the chance of failure when you upgrade. If a despair comes up, it's only one failure. It's not two failures. So that's a win.
2: Always look on the bright side.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's all I have going for me. I do not have any implements yet. Not yet. Someday. All right. This is a failure in the best way possible for the GM.
1: There's four threats here.
0: We've used four threats for a crit in the past, but that's also enough to trigger some sort of detector.
1: Detector? Magic
2: detector?
0: In there, it's like, oh, things know a magic user is around. But we had said, like, in the context of this game, that could also be a technological detection of something weird with fungus type stuff. So you succeeded? I failed. Oh. Fail. I failed with four threats. Okay. I tried to do something, and it was way beyond what I was capable of.
2: Yeah, five purple sounds like a lot.
0: Okay, no, no. I like your
1: idea of all spellcasters and creatures attuned to magical energies, yada, yada, within a day's travel. Become aware of the character. Like, something is triggered, like, an unusually high miasma miasma monsoon.
0: That's a three-threat thing, That's right? a three-threat
1: thing. So you will take two additional strain. Uh,
0: because yeah. you were trying,
1: you were trying yeah. a large-scale thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't want to punish you too bad.
0: I was trying something really ambitious. Yep. And it didn't work.
1: Um, You try to do that. You can feel like you're having to exert yourself so much. You can feel the miasma come to you a little bit, but the winds are hard to control. The miasma goes where it wants, and it does not go to where you want it to go necessarily. I'll say that you do see like one of the workers like has a little like hip thing. They're like, uh, "Hang on, hang on. Uh, I think I think we're okay, but just keep keep close watch. Keep close watch." Okay. They, they actually, they have a little detector out. It's a little yellow handheld device. It's got some kind of... You got close enough, so I'm just going to give the information. It's got some little, like, dongle that comes out of it. Not, like, a wire, but, like, a little uh, plastic tube that's, like, sampling the air somehow. But, like, there's a brief call to halt excavating. And then... But then it resumes. And now, like, you can see that guy is very vigilant and is, like, looking around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, keeps checking this device.
0: All right. So then... I head back over to our rover to let Cleve know that this is not going to work. That I can't move enough for it to make a difference. It was enough to like, trick their miasma detectors, but not enough to like, block vision. So, we can try conventional stealth, but I'm not going to be able to, um... Provide cover? Sequester them? I'm not going to be able to hide you behind a cloud of miasma. And I'm not going to be able to scare them inside.
1: Is that a way to scare people? Wolf beetle attack. <laughs>
0: Great, because they're adorable pets. A skeech
1: worm attack. Eh?
0: Yeah.
2: Grumble beast attack. But briar
0: beast? We don't have a way to control briar beasts. We do have a way to summon siege worms, and siege worms have already been spotted in the area. So what you want to do? I, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the one with the siege worm controller. And Jennifer thinks that a siege worm is, like, the nuclear option.
1: <laughs> I think you, the character's don't have a sense of like how like, how dangerous that really is.
0: We saw how big a hole they made. Yep, and everybody talks about it biting off a person's leg, but if you're yeah. lucky. But we haven't seen one, and so we don't really have a, a yeah a measure for how dangerous. I are.
2: mean, Cleve doesn't think people survive meeting a siege worm based on the size of the hole. Like that's like when he when he says, "I've heard that somebody lost like he doesn't think they lost like the he thinks somebody died or people died. Nobody survived that.
1: Yeah, imagine how people treat like great white shark attacks, like. I don't, I've never encountered a shark like that so I have no concept of what that's really like but like that's the perceived level of threat but there's also a, a mixture of like how bad is it really but summoning it over here you're not in the dome at least so it's not going to like kill thousands of people
2: when Cleve's prioritizing it's not like well this will kill thousands I don't think he's ready to like kill five people that are mining
0: yeah, yeah I'm not
2: if he was, he's got a gun.
0: Mariah is not, like, <laughs> suggesting this, like, for killing people. Right. In my mind, it's like, oh, you could turn it on and, like, throw it on, like, the other side. Not, like, in the middle of their camp, but, like, to disrupt mm-hmm. the area, not to, like, attack people.
1: You could fire a gunshot to...
0: I don't think firing a gunshot's a good idea. That will you could draw the... attention to us directly.
1: Repo squad out here.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> show up, like, oh, yes, I'm Mariah Thorne. I work for the Rapo Squad <laughs> Just tell everybody that I work for the other. Perhaps place. you
1: know my friend
2: Yushi.
0: <laughs> he recommended me.
2: Other I, option is to try to just be quiet and but now they're on alert more.
0: They're on oh. alert for miasma.
1: Yeah. I could try to talk to them with some other plan. They have excavating equipment. I don't know if you have a way to get time on that.
0: We don't have a good negotiating position. We don't have anything to offer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Um, what we could do is we could try the stealth without concealment we could try to stealthily dig if they catch us then we explain that we just woke up recently and we're trying to reaccess our own cryo beds and
2: some of the were worm and get out of there no. we,
0: we have a claim on them as they are ours that sounds interesting to me we might have to give up property rights to the area that's fine we don't need property rights to the area But but that's, like, that's the position we have, is that they're rightfully ours. How long do they take their breaks? What do they do with their breaks? 20-minute breaks.
2: And they go all go into the tents? Yeah. Just dig
0: every other 20 minutes?
2: Steal their equipment. That would probably keep them busy. Possibility. Does it move on its own?
0: No,
1: it's not remotely controlled.
2: No, no, I mean, could,
1: could you drive it somewhere else? Yeah, it's got treads. You'll have to, like, detach or, like, pull up whatever's being hammered in or something else. It'll take some mechanics to get it going. But it's not exceptionally difficult.
0: But that would be loud, wouldn't it? Like driving it somewhere? Yeah.
1: They're going to know you're doing that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking they're following and then there's nobody there and you can go in, do what
1: you need to do. Somebody steals it and then...
0: And leads them away. I just like, how fast can this thing move? I just feel like a person would be able to catch up with it. Probably. But
2: you have a 20 minute start. (laughs) No, like they'll hear they'll
0: hear you as soon as you start driving it away. Yeah. If it's as big and unwieldy as described, I don't think it would be moving fast.
2: Then what we do is we dig when they make their clangs. That's, That's what you were saying, be- isn't it?
0: I had been saying we could dig when they're inside their tents, so when they're not doing their clanging, because then there's nobody to see us digging. Right. I don't know how how loud what we're well, doing Well, our digging is just a shovel. It's just a backhoe. It's not a loud, clungy thing. Correct. So it's quieter. It's much quieter. So I favor the approach of... Time our digging for when they're hiding in their tents, and see if that works.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: know that there's much else we could do.
0: What do you need from us?
1: I will need a stealth check to get in position with the vehicle, and then I guess a mechanics check to do the actual digging. Okay.
0: Do we get a bonus for timing it to when they're not around to...
1: Yeah, I'll give you a blue die for that, but you are still at a red and two purples.
0: And we will spend a story point, our last story point.
1: Good call. All right
2: looks like a despair what's the word so one advantage in a despair
1: you're driving this thing up the side of the hill you think you found a good uh location you just about got there when you drive into a siege worm pit no i'm kidding yeah uh no behind you you hear the click of like a pistol you're like who the hell are you driving rival equipment here
0: You've been listening to Chronicles of Chiron, set in the world of Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Danielle, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you Xenofungus is not the enemy.